promise, Lord, never again. But I also know that you know what a weak willed person I am. I'm a wonderful person. First reading this evening comes from Colossians chapter 1. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For everything was created by him in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and by him all things hold together. He is also the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile everything to himself, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Our second reading this evening comes from the Holy Gospel of Matthew, the 13th chapter, beginning at the 53rd verse. When Jesus had finished these parables, he left there. He went to his hometown and began to teach them in their synagogue so that they were astonished and said, where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers? Isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother called Mary and his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? And his sisters, aren't they all with us? So where does he get all these things? And they were offended by him. Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his hometown and in his household. And he did not do many miracles there because of their unbelief. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Gracious God, send forth your spirit by the power of your word to create faith, to forgive sin, to grow our love for you and for one another. Amen. Conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, when Pastor Chris gave me this portion of the Apostles' Creed, he's like, you get Christmas. I'm like, great. Thank you. We just got over that. Um, But I want to expand that a little bit first by giving you the Nicene Creed's take on this tiny little phrase. Eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. That sounds like Colossians 1, right? Pretty close. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. Uh, We'll be talking about that. Hold on to that phrase, truly human. But this is what we believe. At least that's what I've heard that we believe. Um, There's a a, a study a few years ago. Anyways, uh, 70% of American adults, not Christians, just American adults, have said they believe in the virgin birth. Okay? 80% of adult Americans believe Jesus is the son of God. That's a pretty big deal. That's kind of like the church thinks we're losing. No, that's, that's pretty good, right? And then you get to this one. 40, only 41% believe that Jesus existed before he was born in Bethlehem. Only 41%. So 
59% don't believe he existed, uh, which just says that the majority of our culture are Aryans at heart, but we'll get to that in a second. What does this mean? It's, it means that we have no problem with virgins giving birth. We have no problem talking about Jesus as a son, but to actually believe that Jesus Christ, born in Bethlehem, lived in Nazareth, preached in Palestine, crucified at Calvary, is the God of the Old Testament, come to earth for you, uh, not a chance. But Solomon was, was right when he wrote in Ecclesiastes 1.9, there's nothing new under the sun. We, we think that we're so enlightened, and yet... Uh, we basically are just the church from 2nd, 3rd century, uh, going way back then. Like in his hometown, we get offended by him. We don't like Jesus as who Jesus is as he comes to us. And so we have an issue with these things. We, we think we know him or how he should be. Uh, just like for many of us, we have people in our lives that think we should be something that we're not. Uh, prettier, cooler, stronger, faster, younger. I don't know, have more money, those, those sorts of things. Well, they, they have a particular view of Jesus in the same way we do as well. Um, and so we, we've given these offenses that we have against Jesus some names. So I've got a few of them scattered around on the tables. Where are my Sibelians at? All the way in the back, the Sibelians. Well, just let you know, if you invited God, the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit to a party, not all of them could come at the same time. Sibelians believe that God, uh, if, if, if God uh, shows up on earth, he puts on the Jesus mask. But then when he goes way back up to heaven, he takes off the mask and he puts on the Father mask. And then the Holy Spirit, that's a whole different mask. But you can't actually have you know, Jesus in more than one place. The, no, the notion being that, well, we can't divide God. And, and so Jesus was sort of just this mask, sort of this entity, meaning not human. Okay, uh, where are my docetists at? I think they're up here in the front. Jonathan, you, you, look, you two look like docetists. Docetists believe that Jesus, uh, um, he, looked, he looked human. He seemed human on the outside, but wasn't really human. He was, just, he was like that, that, that uh, hologram of Michael Jackson after he died. We had to bring back the hologram because we couldn't just let him be dead and enjoy his music. We had to try and make more money off of concerts with a, with a hologram Michael Jackson. Not a real Michael, ja Michael Jackson, just a hologram of what he used to be. Well, well, here the docetists would say he only seemed to be human because they're kind of Gnostics at heart, meaning that, that uh, they, they don't like fleshy things. They don't, so you can't have the Savior of the world be fleshy. You can't have God be fleshy. And so he, he looked human but was not. Now, my monophysites, where are you? That's, that's the big word. Monophysites back there, all right. Monophysites. Uh, this is a, a, a basically a, a melding of, of the, the uh, God portion, the, the Christ portion and the Jesus portion. It's like if you, if you took one jar of the, the, the Christ God portion and one jar of the Jesus human portion, you dumped them in the crock pot and you stirred them around. You know, but the problem is, is that like the, the, the Jesus portion is something like just plain water and the, the God portion is like an entire jar of cayenne. You know, that'd be, it'd just be God would take over the human portion. So, um, meaning, meaning basically that the human Jesus gets drowned out because God portion is more important. Adoptionists, where are you at? Right there. All right. 
This is where we believe that Jesus was adopted, either when he was born, so he's a foster kid, Jesus, right. or at his baptism, when the Spirit comes down and goes, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And that's God going, okay, I'm going to adopt him, meaning that he never actually existed beyond when he was born into the world, but then at that point when he's adopted, he kind of develops this, this, uh, this, this superpower. Uh, of being God, God-like at, at some point. Uh, Nestorians, I think my Nestorians are right there. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Nestorians, uh, this is this is a schizophrenic Jesus. Um, he, he's both Jesus and Christ, but they're two separate, distinct things. One Jesus, one Christ, separate, not equal, and you can just see him arguing with himself. So when he went off to pray, he just prayed to himself. Okay. Um, not able really to, because Nestorius really didn't want to try and, and make the two one. He just couldn't get past that. So, Apollinarians, way back that's way back there, yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anybody at that table. Uh, this is a not holy man nor God, the thought being that he had a human body, human soul, but his mind uh, was taken over by the divine logos, the eternal word. So as a dude with a mind problem. Um, and then Arians, they went home already? Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, the Arians uh, would believe, and this was the major, most main actual understanding of Jesus. Arian, the Arianism of, of the day was the main church thing. This is the whole reason why we have the Apostles' Creed and the Nicene Creed, especially the Nicene Creed. Um, the majority of Christians uh, in the second and third century were Arians, and Arians believed that, that Jesus was a special creation by God for the purpose of saving the world. But uh, do you remember the phrase, Pastor Chris? There was a time when the sun was... Oh, it was not. There was a time when the sun was not, meaning what's his divine thing, right? And then the Saucians... Are they there? There we are. Uh, this is kind of uh, 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 Aryan light, I guess. Um, if, if Aryans decided to drink Bud Light instead of Budweiser. Um, Jesus was just an awesome dude. He was a human being. He was not the son of God and he was not divine. He was just a really good teacher and kind of a really nice guy. Do you think we hear that at all in today's society? Yeah, Maybe. To think that, that we've come so far in 2,000 years, but no, not really. Not really. Um, yeah, so, so later on you can pick your favorite heresy. Just please don't confess it. Um, but all these heresies are the reason why actually the creed is part of our liturgy in the church. It's the reason why we confess the creed as often as we do is so that you walk into a church and you'd be able to go, okay, this isn't an Aryan church. Because we're actually confessing certain things about Jesus that don't fit in with what we confess. But I think the problem, the reason why we run down all these rabbit trails of heresies all the time is because, uh, number one, I don't think we can handle mystery. I think especially post-enlightenment, we don't like mystery. We like to know things. We like to have things in order. Many of us are very type A. We have to have those things in a certain way. It's either that or we just need to know. Um, also, we can't handle contradiction, which is funny because a lot of these heresies crop, 
crop up in, in Lutheran churches, and Luther was big on contradiction. He loved contradiction. But we definitely don't like the notion of contradiction, and we cannot, with that, we cannot believe that one thing can be another all at the same time, fully, completely, without question, which is what we believe of Jesus Christ. And that is what we actually hold to in our creeds, that, that Jesus is both Son of God and Son of Man, two, yet one, just like we believe Father, Son, Holy Spirit, three, yet, yet one. And so what is it that we say? We say conceived by the power of Holy Spirit. Okay, let's, let's, start, let's start from there. Uh, the, the actual Greek says just conceived from the Holy Spirit or by the Holy Spirit. I don't know why the LBW threw in the power of. It's like, were they He-Man fans? Power of Grayskull! I, I don't know. But this is, this is that, the, the word there for conceived is actually the word that is used for the conception in, in Luke 1. When Gabriel comes to Mary and say, says, you will conceive a child. And uh, here is this, this, uh, this, this reality of the Holy Spirit being an interrupter into the life of Mary. This, this question of, well, how is, uh, how, she asks, well, how is this going to happen? How is this going to be? And all the angel says is, well, the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you. Right? That's all I say. I don't know how it happens. Um, but... That, that is what we confess, what we believe, conceived by the Holy Spirit. And we can go further in Colossians chapter 1, which we, we, took, which we had as our first reading this evening, where in, in verse 15 it says, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all crea- creation. When it, when it says the firstborn, it's not as, as someone created. The, the word there is first begotten. We'll be talking about begotten in just a second. But it's um, coming forward as God's image of a new humanity, which is to be. It's the beginning of the new. This, this, uh, where in verse 18, it says, firstborn from the dead, where, where Christ is this one that is coming into the world to bring about a new thing. That, he, that he's not manufactured to, to, to just perpetuate the old, but he's actually coming in to transform the old and create a new thing. It also, it also tells us that he is the eternal word, right? What should that make you think of? The eternal word. The word. John 1. Thank you, Pastor Chris. That's where one place we can go, yes. Yes, the eternal word, uh, the word that was before all creation in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. But it's also this word that gives life and creates, right? God says what? Let there be light and there was light. It, it happens. Uh, this, he is the let there be light that comes in the flesh, that everything holds together in him, made through him, made for him. Uh, Colossians 1 confesses, the one who made the light uh, comes into the world to bask in the light in order to become the light of the world. That he actually creates the light that becomes the sun and the stars and all that stuff that we enjoy sometimes, although I wish it were a little bit warmer outside right now. Um, But then he shows up in the world as the actual light, the light that's going to shine in the darkness, the light that is going to bring about a new beginning. Just like at the beginning of creation, the first thing that he speaks into it is let there be light. So too then Christ comes as this new new creation. 
Or verse 19, it says, all the fullness of God, God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him. Uh, that, that Jesus Christ is God himself here for a reason. He's just not a nice dude. He's just not, not a carpenter's son. He's just not all these little things that we try and make him. There's something more there, something more. And it's all done for a particular purpose. Did you, did you hear it when I read it? That through him, he's come to reconcile everything to himself. Making peace by what? His, what? Blood shed on the cross. This one who comes. Uh, being the, the creator at the very beginning, before it became the old creation, he is now the restorer of the new creation. Being there at the beginning of all things, he is now here to be the one who makes all things new. And that's why we confess you know, that for us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, which is where we get to the second part of our little creedal statement, right? Born of the Virgin Mary. Um, it's kind of a bad word choice because the word there is actually to be begotten. Uh, begotten is, uh, 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 and we've touched on it a little bit, but we're limited by our language. Uh, so oftentimes in the Bible, we talk about God's hands, right? God's eyes, God's ears, God's mouth, God's breath, all these things. Well, we're also told that God is spirit. And so he doesn't actually have those things, but it's us taking God and putting him into our own words, right? It's like going to a foreign, uh, like the Bible translators, going to a foreign culture to bring the Bible, not in English, right? But in their language so they can understand it. We do the same thing with God quite often. Here we're talking about using this word for begotten, which can mean born, but it's not in essence of, of being created or made. It, it does include the word Genesis in it. Uh, meaning beginning, that it, that it could mean the start of you at your birth, right? Uh, but begotten can mean being of the same substance as well. And so C.S. Lewis explained it this way in Mere Christianity. He says, uh, you beget your same substance, not something else. Human beings beget human beings, not birds, right? And birds beget birds, not beavers. Beavers beget beavers, not bees. And bees beget bees, right? Bees don't beget Chevrolets. Human beings don't beget... Apollo 12, you know, we, we don't, we don't do those things. We might create those things. Uh, we can make homes just like birds can make nests and beavers make dams and bees make hives, but we, we beget our, our same substance. So, so the implications being that within the Nicene Creed, it says eternally begotten of the father, begotten, not made of one being with the father. When we say that he's begotten of the father, we say what? That he's fully God. Jesus Christ, when you read about him, is God in the flesh. That when Christ is speaking to you from the scriptures, it's the God of the Old Testament speaking to you from the scriptures. And in the Apostles' Creed, begotten of the Virgin Mary, what are we saying? That he's fully human. That he's a human being or incarnated of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary and became truly human. I told you to hold on to that, meaning that he's made flesh, he's infleshinated. I always like to use the, the, the God con carne, or chili con carne, <laughs> chili with me. Um, God con carne, God with meat on, um, fully human. And, and there's implications for this, right? If Christ is not fully God, there is no new creation, Okay. 
He's not fully God. There is no new creation. There is no new heaven. There's no new earth. There's no life everlasting because who, who is the creator? God. Who, who holds your very breath in the palms of his hands like we read in Daniel on Sunday? God. He is uh, the one who creates out of nothing. And so when we offer up to him all of our sin and rebellion, uh, God says, well, I can use that. And he creates a new creation, creates a new you. Or, or how does reconcili- real reconciliation come about? Is it through a third party? I can remember when I was a kid, you know, just like now, it's, it's like we just keep repeating ourselves, the whole peace talks in the Middle East, we're going to have peace in the Middle East, we're going to have peace in the Middle East, uh, Palestine, Israel, Egypt, and Israel, and all these other things, and people broker peace deals, and then what happens five or six years down the road? It doesn't really happen because it's like well, we're going to put in this contract to try and make you guys play nice together in the sandbox, but it doesn't really work. How does real reconciliation come about? Not through a third party. Through two people, correct? Through two people. Working together, coming together. And here it tells us in, in Colossians 1 that he's going to make, he's going to reconcile everything to himself. God taking charge to bring about reconciliation and peace to us. That, that it is that he comes to us for that purpose of being God, reconciling all things, all of creation, not just human beings, but our little puppy dogs and kitties and all those things too, all of creation. He has come to reconcile. And then if Christ is not fully human, could he actually die? That's the docetist problem. They were like, well, we don't really want to dead Jesus. Or a dead God. No, we don't want a dead God either. So it's like he teleported off the cross, right? Um, could his blood actually be shed to bring about peace if he's not fully human? No. If our final enemy is death, if, if Jesus was not fully human, able to die, how could his rising bring about the death of death? And that's actually what we read in, in 1 Corinthians 15, um, which we often have at, at funerals. But I'll just read a small portion of it for you. The first man was from the earth, a man of dust. The second man is from heaven, like the man of dust so are those who are of the dust, like the man of heaven, so are those who are of heaven. And just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we will also bear the image of the man of heaven. What I'm saying, brothers and sisters, is this. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor can corruption inherit incorruption. Listen, I am telling you mystery. There's that word, mystery, right? We need to capture more mystery. I don't know. And I'm not talking about Sherlock Holmes, although I like Sherlock Holmes. We will not all fall asleep. But we will all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we will be changed. For this corruptible body must be clothed with incorruptibility and this mortal body must be clothed with immortality. When this corruptible body is clothed with incorruptibility and this mortal body is clothed with immortality, then the saying that is written will take place. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where death is your victory, where death is your Sting. The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Christ taking on the corruptible flesh in order to bring life to the dead, to enter into the dust, to breathe life into it again. That, that in the incarnation and the mystery of Jesus Christ, we have God himself 
the great I am, entering into the not I am world to bring it back from, the de- from death, from rebellion, from sin. It matters because without Christ being both God and man at the same time, he lied about himself as being the son of God. He never corrected anyone when they worshiped him. But also, if you notice, if you read your scriptures honestly, he gets tired, doesn't he? His flesh, he gets hungry. We'll see on Sunday, he gets thirsty. He, get, he needs to go away and pray. Jesus was an introvert, just if you're wondering. He's both creator and us at the same time. And he was enough of a human being that his neighbors knew him as the child of Joseph and Mary and the one who had brothers and sisters. He was so human, in fact, in their understanding, they're shocked and offended by the possibility that this Jesus was something more, more than they could comprehend. And that is who Jesus is. He is the Christ. He is the Son of God. He's the incarnate one. And this is the best part. He's God's best sermon made flesh. In fact, God's only sermon made flesh for our sake, that he might be our Jesus for us. Thanks be to God. Amen.